Welcome to Linux in the Shell, episode 19, The Kill Command. My name is Dan Washko, I'll be your host today, and I'd like to thank Hacker Public Radio, as always, for hosting the show website and audio files. So head on over to Linux in the Shell, and also head on over to Hacker Public Radio to hear the latest and greatest from a wonderful group of people. And don't just listen contribute too. they're always looking for new content so hacker public radio it's a great concept uh, today we're going to talk about the kill command and again i said head on over to our website linuxintheshell.org for the full write-up on the kill command in the corresponding video to this show so let's jump right in uh, but before we talk about the kill command i'm going to give you a bonus command uh, worms Worms, I found this a couple weeks ago, actually right before the last one. And Worms is a fun little application that will, in a terminal or console session, create ASCII worms and they'll move around the screen and, and just eat things. But by default, they just move around the screen. It's part of the BSD games package and it's a great little utility to mess around with, game to mess around with while you're learning the kill command. So let's just talk briefly about worms. Worms, simple, W-O-R-M-S is how you execute it after you have the BSD games installed. And when you do that, chances are you are going to see a mess all over your screen, flying all over the place. And it's gonna look really odd, almost like, uh, grainy film stock but just black uh, for the background of your terminal that's because uh, on newer systems and any i guess anything in the year 2000 probably uh, it you need to put a delay in there all right so a delay anything from 20 to 200 is what they recommend i think and that's with the dash d so i recommend starting worms with the dash d command like worms dash d 100 will put on a 100 millisecond delay and you'll actually be able to see the worms moving across the screen now by default you'll see five worms squiggling around uh, you can change that no wait sorry not five three worms you can change that with the dash n switch and then specify a number from one to whatever uh, so you know worms dash n five will put the five worms on the screen um, then you'll see them squiggling about. And they're just little ASCII characters of 16, 16 ASCII characters long. That's how long the worm's going to be, 16 segments of an, the same ASCII character. And you can change the segment, too, by the dash L for length. Uh, by default, it's 16, so you know you can change it to 10, to 30, however you want to go. And you'll see your worm squiggling around with that many segments. Um, if you want your worms to leave a trail behind them, that's dash T, and that leaves a little period wherever they have gone. And if you want to create a field for the worms to eat, that's dash F. And what it does is it just takes the word worms and keeps repeating it all over the screen, and then the worms will eat the letters. And if you do the dash T, they'll leave a trail behind. So you got, yeah, it's just a cool little time waster worms to watch it's almost hypnotic so uh, check it out but now let's jump into the kill command and the kill command is an important command because it's what you use in the terminal to kill uh, any process that you would like to kill that you obviously have permission to do first so if you're a general user you can't kill a root process but if you're um you know your own processes you can kill uh, and it's handy if you have an errant process that like, say your browser has crashed, so to speak, or it's hung up, and the rest of the system's working fine, but your browser is unresponsive. Well, you can use the kill command to kill your pro 
browser uh, from the terminal. Now, you need to know the process ID of the command you want to kill. And now top was a command we talked about in the past. And if you look at top, you can see the process or the PID, P-I-D. Uh, another great command to use is PS, which will show you all the processes that are running. Uh, there's a couple of switches I just want to touch on. Uh, and not cover PS entirely yet. That's for a future episode. But the dash E, if you just run PS in your terminal, you'll only see the processes running in that terminal. Chances are it's going to be uh, the bash shell and the process command that gets flagged there. But if you do dash E, that stands for uh, showing the, pro the, the processes for everyone. Uh, and you'll see the full list there, and it shows you the process ID, the terminal it's running on, uh, the commu cumulative CPU time that's been used on that process, and the command that used was to execute the process. Uh, so if you if you did like ps-ef, uh, f gives you the full process list, gives more extended information on there than just dash E. And so if you're running Chromium and Chromium's unresponsive, you want to kill it, you could type ps-ef pipe grep Chromium and it'll pull back all the Chromium processes there. Now you'll, you'll probably see um, more than one process running. Okay, so something like Chromium spawns some child processes, uh, especially if you have the multiple tabs open so if you go and you kill any one of those processes besides the parent process uh, it'll start closing tabs and doing some funky stuff but it won't necessarily close the application entirely uh, you need to find the parent process so you could do that with the ps-e space f i think it is uh, ps-e space f which will kind of give you a tree view and then you'll be able to see chromium in there and if you pass uh, that to to grep uh, it would kind of, it, it would show you all that, and it still retained the tree hierarchy format. But PSEF, uh, put a space in between the E and the F, and you'll get a tree format. All right, let's talk about the kill command. At, at the heart of the kill command, just takes one thing, the process ID. So you got the process ID, the PID, you pass it to the kill command, and it's going to terminate that process if it has permission to. Um, now... What that has actually done is it sent a signal to the process. The signal, default signal is sig term or the, the termination signal. Uh, and what that does is it's the default signal sent to the, by the kill command and it, it, it can be caught or ignored by the process and it allows the process to release its resources, state and saving when appropriate. So it just sends the termination signal to the process. Now, I, more than likely that should be enough to kill the process, but if it doesn't, you may have to use a different signal. And the way that you pass a signal to the kill command is with, there's a couple ways, but the dash S is the switch for the signal. And you can specify the signal either by the name or by the signal number. Okay? And by by what we mean by signal name and number, I'm going to cover a few of those right now, but there's a whole bunch of them, um, but I'm going to cover a couple of the common ones that you're going to use with the kill command. Um, if you go to the website, there's a couple of links in there that'll list all the signal commands. There's a link to the Wikipedia page for Linux signals and explains every one of them in detail, uh, but we're only going to cover just a handful. And the first one we're going to cover is SIGTERM, which has a signal number of 15. That's the one that, that's default. Now you can specify SIGTERM with the dash S 
space SIG term, and that's all capital letters is the way you should put it in there, and then the process ID, or kill-space S, I'm sorry, kill-s space 15. You could specify, instead of typing out SIG term, you could specify number 15 and kill it. Um, now, also, there's two other things that you, there's two other ways that you can kill the command. You could forego the dash S, and you could just do dash and the signal number, like kill space dash 15 is same thing as kill, or same thing as kill dash S sig term, or you could do kill space dash, and then omit the prefix SIG, signal, SIG, and just put the signal term. So it would be kill dash term, capital T-E-R-M, and the process ID. So there's four ways to do it. The dash S with sig term, the dash S with the signal number 15, the dash with the, the uh, signal name, which is term in this case, or the dash signal number, which is 15. So we, we kind of have four ways to do that. And let's talk about a couple of the signals that you would actually want to pass. So we 15 is sig term. So let's start all the way back at the beginning with number one. Sig hang up, signal hang up. Sig hup, S-I-G-H-U-P, which has a term, uh, signal number one. It tells the process that the controlling terminal has closed and the process should terminate. And if it's a, if it's a daemon, like Apache or an IRC daemon, this will usually call the daemon to uh, reread the configuration and restart. So one or sig hup is the hang up and you'd specify kill dash one, kill dash hup, or kill dash s sig hub kill dash s one and the process id now we have um sig int which is two and what is that is a uh, signal is a terminal interrupt and it sends a terminal interrupt process to the process which is equivalent to pressing control c so it's like you were in the terminal and you press control c on a running process that is uh, sig int or the number two then we have sig quit, which is the third signal, uh, which has an ID of three, and that's terminal quit. This is the termination signal sent to the process when the user requests the process to perform a core dump. Now, this doesn't necessarily going to give you a core dump, but that's kind of what happens. It's called sig quit, S-I-G-Q-U-I-T, or the number three. We have sig kill which is number nine. This is kill. This signal send tells the process to terminate immediately. It cannot be caught. It cannot be ignored. And no cleanup is performed when the signal is received. It just kills the process. If you have a process that you can't kill with uh, SIG term or just by default SIG, SIG kill is probably what you want. Kill dash nine is, you'll probably see that a lot and the process ID. So SIG kill, uh, number nine. There's SIG term, which we talked about was 15. There is, uh, I'm going to skip number 18 a second, and you'll come back to that, and you'll see why. SIG stop, number 19, stop executing. This will stop a process, and it's equivalent to pre pressing control Z. And it cannot be caught or ignored, and the process but can then be resumed again with the SIG continue signal. So here, 19 and 20, um, kind of like the same thing, uh, SIG STP is 20, which is terminal stop signal. It's like SIG, SIG stop. But uh, the process is sent the SIG's STP signal temp to temporarily stop. And then the uh, process can be resumed or, or, or continued. And I think the difference between the two is one 
uh, can't be caught. Sig stop can't be caught, but the other one could be. Uh, could be caught or uh, and it could be ignored. So 19 and 20 are stop processes like pressing control Z. Let's step back now to 18, which is sig continue. 18, and that's continue if the process is stopped. Okay, this will resume a pro stop process. So if let's say we're running a signal 1000 or process ID 1050, and you uh, type uh, kill dash 19 1050, that stops it. Okay, that sent the stop signal, so the process is stopped. But it's still it, it's still you could continue it by typing uh, kill dash 18 and the process ID. Uh, 1050 again and it will resume the process so you, not every signal is a kill signal uh, we got to continue and we didn't exhaust the signals like I said we talked about uh, signal 1 sig hub signal 2 which is sig signal interrupt signal 3 which is signal quit signal 9 which is kill uh, signal 15 which is sig term the default termination signal continue which is 18 signal stop which is 19, and terminal stop signal, which is 6 STP ID of 20. So you can see we've jumped around. There's a whole lot more signals that you can uh, you can listen. If you want to see the full list of signals, you could type kill-l, and that will list all the signals that are available to the kill command. Um, you can do kill-l space 9 if you want to know the name, the what a specific number signal is right there and it will list come back and say it's sig kill um, if you know the name if you want to know the number of a specific signal name you can do kill dash l sig term and that's going to return the output of number 15 so it has some informational aspects right there um, you can pass how you pass process IDs is important okay so um, where the process ID is greater than zero, kill treats that as sending the signal to the process with that PID. Now you can list a number of processes by by a space in between. So if you need to kill five processes, you can do kill dash nine, um, 1050, 1088, uh, 2050, and so on. Just a space in between them, and it'll send a, the kill signal to each one of those processes. Now. If you pass zero as the process ID, this will send the signal to every process in the process group that you executed the kill command from. So if you're in a terminal and you type kill uh, dash nine zero, it's going to kill everything in that pro in that process ID group. Uh, chances are it's going to effectively terminate your terminal session and any other process that's running that's in a similar process ID group. Well, maybe all your applications running. Uh, it probably won't kill your X session if you're in an X session, but just beware of that. Um, <clears throat> if you pass a dash zero instead of a, a number, a kill a number, like kill dash zero uh, 2050, that doesn't uh, actually kill the command. It just reports, it sends the signal, but it reports back whether it would be a success or a failure. Now, you will not see the success or failure. Uh, if it's a failure, you'll probably see an error message, but you'd have to echo that out with, uh, like, kill-0-2050 uh, semicolon echo dollar sign question mark will return that actual number so you can see whether it would do it. Um, if you use a dash one as the uh, signal, 
by using that by itself, it will signal every process that you have permission to kill. Well, actually, it'll signal every process, but it'll only kill what you have permission to kill. You do that, you're going to blow your session. You're going to blow your whole system out of the water. Okay, chances are you are going to end up with a completely non-responsive system that you can't move around onto a different screen in. I've done it just as a test a few times, but it will kill every process that you could kill. All right, everything. Now, that pretty much covers some of the basics. If you have a process and you want to find the PID of that process, what you can do is use the dash P switch and the name of the process. Like I said before, if you needed to kill chromium, you could do PS-EF, uh, pipe it to grep chromium, or you could do the dash P chromium and a list of chromium processes right there. But there's a caveat. Okay, you have to specify the full path to the kill command. If you do just kill space dash P space chromium, you're going to get an error message back. So you have to do slash bin slash kill. Now chances are kill is probably going to be in bin. It could be in user bin in newer systems um, because they're moving everything under U USR bin. So it would be slash bin slash kill space dash P chromium and it will return the process IDs of the of the uh, processes running chromium. Now you may not see all the child processes. You may not see any um, extended processes. But if you kill, if you need to kill chromium and you pass those two process IDs in that to return, you will kill the chromium. Okay, so just be aware of that. Uh, you need to, if with the dash P, you need to specify the full path. Okay? Now, you might say, well, let's, why do I need to know the process ID? Can I just kill a command by name? Yes, you can! And you don't have to use kill all, which we will cover in another episode. But you can use the dash A switch to kill and pass the process name. And again, like the P, it has to be the full path to the kill command. Otherwise, it's just going to throw you an error. Okay, so it's uh, slash bin slash kill uh, space dash A space chromium will kill all the processes named chromium on your system. Now, of course, with dash A... You can use um, a signal. You could do dash nine. You could just leave it uh, without a signal, and that does uh, fifteen or sig term. You can pass the signals to them. Um, so that that is essentially the kill command in a nutshell. Very, 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 very useful. Very handy. You should know what the kill command is. Uh, I believe I've covered everything in the basics there. Just to reiterate quickly, kill by itself sends signal fifteen. Dash S allows you to send a specific signal by specifying the SIG name, SIG term, SIG kill, SIG hub, uh, or you can specify the, the numeric equivalent of the signal, uh, 15, 9, 1, 2, 3, and so on. Or you could just use dash and the signal name without the SIG prefix, like dash term, dash hub, uh, or you could do the dash number of the signal, like dash 9, dash... 15. Kill dash L will list all the turn signal uh, signals available. Uh, and if you use either 9 or the sig, if you use dash uh, space 9 after there or a number, it will return the signal name. If you put the signal name after the dash L, it will return the signal number. 
Uh, so that signal in a uh, kill in a nutshell. Uh, today we talked about kill and worms. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For the full skinny, head on over to the website linuxintheshell.org. Look it up, watch the video, and remember contribute to Hacker Public Radio. My name is Dan Washko. You have been listening to Linux in the Shell episode 19, Kill with the bonus command Worms. Have a great day. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.